And if that's the reason I'll be single, then I guess let's do it. <laughs> let's do it then. Because what is this? I I'm telling Maliza Bana. Okay, Maya, it's your turn now. Uh, how are you feeling? Nervous. Well, don't worry, you'll be fine. Will I? I think you will be. Mm, with the questions you said, I don't know. Just answer this one first. When you tell someone I love you, what does it mean? When you tell someone I love you, what does it mean? Okay. What does it mean when I tell someone I love them? When I say I love you, I mean that Oh my gosh, that having known you mm-hmm. with all your flaws and your strengths and your weaknesses and everything, I care about you and mm-hmm. I accept that this is who you are and I want you in my life and I am willing to go to the ends of the world for you if we're being honest yeah because i'm trying to think of instances i have to the people i do tell i love my family my friends there's nothing i don't think i would there's nothing i wouldn't do for them so in if it's showing up for them if it's if they annoy me i'm annoyed but the love is greater so it's no matter what i choose you oh. i choose you in every instance that like in every form you're in whether it is annoying whether it is disappointing whether it is beautiful whether it is happy whether you're doing something for me and even when you're not i still choose you because yeah. that's wow okay yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just like oh my god never thought about it oh my goodness okay that's okay yeah um on a scale of 1 to 10 how afraid of you i how on a scale of 1 to 10 how afraid of being hurt are you and why mm, i think a solid 8.5 maybe mm. n- actually 9 how yeah i'm scared of being hurt mm-hmm. to explain what i mean by that yeah and why and why i think it's because i know myself and i know when i commit to something i commit 100% like if i love you or if i if i love you i will go the extra mile sindio so i will there's nothing there's no part of me or my heart or my honesty or my feelings that i will not share like i will give you everything the way you want it to be like also like loving you the way you want to be loved mm. so i'm scared that I'm scared that I won't get it back in the same way. Or rather, am I even scared? Let me see. Mm, on a scale of 1 to 10, am I scared? Yes, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, talk, convince myself that I'm not scared, but I am. Yeah. I'm scared that... I'm not scared that you won't do it back because I always assume you will. I think I'm scared that you will disappoint me mm-hmm. by not... Mm, by not being dependable. That makes sense. Like yeah. I think my fear is not rooted in whether you will love me back. My fear is rooted in whether I can rely on you. And yeah. that's why I will hesitate to maybe tell you my problems or I will tell you my problems in a joking way so you won't even think they are problems. You'd think we are joking. Like to much too much as a banter maybe adulting. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't want to tell you I don't tell you this and this is happening in my life and you can't one solve it 
and maybe not you, you can't even solve it but you don't care enough to solve it mm. or you can't care enough to support me how i want to be supported also i'm not even sure i know how i want you to support me because i'm not even used to asking for the help does that make sense yeah. there are so many layers yeah, there, there is many layers <laughs> there are so many layers yeah. that but yeah i'm scared that you will betray me by disappointing me oh. that's what i'm scared of i get you and if you were not afraid if this fear wasn't there how do you think your romantic relationships would be different i think if i wasn't scared i would be quicker at opening up like i'm not <laughs> way it's easy for me to give you my heart mm-hmm. i don't think that i don't think the struggle is at believing you are lovable like i not at uh, me but uyom too like mm-hmm. i don't think i struggle with loving you i struggle with telling you like relying on you or telling you opening up because i will give you surface level then then mm-hmm. you'll think you know me you will think oh my god ah it's a thing about my that i don't know but there's a lot you get there's yeah. a lot like it's almost it's kifunga macho i don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it like you give the person just enough for them to believe that they know you but not really enough for them to actually know you yes to not know my fears to not know my struggles to not know my yeah yeah I get that. Yeah. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Don't worry, you're doing fine. Wait, what was the other half of that question? It was it, it was why and you've answered it. Okay. Yeah. Um What is your relationship status? Single. Why Intentionally sh- single. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wait, wait. Should I say that? <laughs> Someone was saying I am single by circumstance. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> a few literally today morning this is so funny no but seriously i'm single why do you think you're single hmm. i think i'm single because oh no this is a hard question to answer because i've been stri- trying to figure out why i'm single because i don't think i'm not perfect i'm not saying i'm perfect but i have love i am willing to give So I don't understand why I am single but I've also been told that I am asking for too much. Oh. Not more than like more than once by three different people. Why do you think they said that to you? I think because I have a long list of non-negotiables and it almost sounds like I want a perfect person. Are there specifics in this list that you've been told that these are the things that are too much for you to ask? The issue is not w- what I'm asking for, it's the whole list as a li- like as a list. So, like if I say I want someone who is principled, someone who is good with money, someone who is addiction free, someone who is family oriented. All those things sound like Basic, the bare minimum. Yeah. But then I think the people I've spoken to are out here telling me not at my potentials I'm saying general like my family and friends. I tell them those things and they're like I don't think those are things that are too much to ask for but in one person it will be difficult to find that because it's the thing my five non-negotiables mm-hmm. encompass a lot of things. You see when you say uh, someone who's good with money 
Mm. That means they are debt free. They are what? They are what? And some people, it's not that they are not good with money. They are just figuring it out. Are you seeing the difference? Like my non-negotiables are broad, and I made them for a reason. Like I made them that way for a reason. Is that why you think you're still single? Because your list of non-negotiables is too broad and long. I think I'm single because I want the love that I have seen that others have been given, and I want that for myself. And I know that it is true and it exists. So I'm not gonna settle. I mean, I have been in instances where I've settled for breadcrumbs. Like I have in my list of tens. You see, when you were mm. ex- answering your question and you said yeah. you settle for the fours and sixes, yeah, I have been that babe who settled for a one. Forget mm. the fours and sixes. Like I didn't even have a list, and now I have a list, and someone is telling me that my list is too low. It's yeah. not. You're not asking for too much, and you're deserving exactly. of everything that you believe you deserve. Yeah. So it's not that I don't think I deserve these things. I know I do. I just wonder. Sometimes I'm like, hey, nauku, kwani soko, because genuinely, when I look at the examples of love in my life, I'm like, people are being loved unconditionally. Yes. And people are being loved by virtue of existing, and I deserve that. So I'm not gonna settle for less. And if that's the reason I'll be single, then I guess let's do it. <laughs> let's do it then, because what is this? I I'm telling Melissa Bana. You mentioned that you <laughs> You mentioned that you were being intentionally single. Yes. What does that look like for you? Well, this is a new thing. <laughs> Don't call me. This is a new thing. It's been it's a work in progress. Um it looks like oh gosh, no dates, no calls, no te- no texts, no love interests. Which I feel like that's a lot. Mm. Because I have been single but i have never been like single single there's always like someone in the corner maybe not someone someone somebody's <laughs> don't i understand <laughs> somebody's you know obviously let's be serious let's be honest and maybe before people come for me kinang to tate and the like um when you're obviously you're young you're beautiful and even when you weren't even when you're not young even if i was old because i probably am old to some people <laughs> oh my god yeah i am so old and beautiful you're going to get interest at this point whether it's it's so easy to catch a man but the quality of man is the question you know so i will have people who are moving to me but are they worthy prospects mm-hmm. do i want to be stuck in a situation with someone who can only receive my calls in the day do i want to be stuck with someone who is giving me bare minimum do i want to be stuck in a situation where i'm only getting sex i can get that from a sex toy you know what i mean like I mm yeah so yeah. it's it's really oh, I've even lost my train of thought what's the question I was asking you about being intentionally single yeah and how so, that looks like for you yeah so it's I enjoy the dates I enjoy being taken out I enjoy the getting to know someone it's getting tiring one if I go on one more date guys one more date I'm fighting for my life and then also going on the dates and realizing that they want We're all looking for things. You see, they, I have a list. I'm going on a date with someone with a list also. And they ask you serious questions or hard questions or easy questions. And you realize, have you identified those things in yourself? Like, why is it that you can't compromise? Why are the things that he's asking for too much for him to ask? And why is the things that you are asking for too much for you to ask? Why are you even asking for the things you're asking for? Mm-hmm. I think I just want to identify why I value the things I value. Like, why do I value dates? Why do I value flowers? Why do I value a man who talks to me kindly? Why do I value why do I value those things? And then when I ask for them, I know I am asking for them and I know it's not rooted in 
social media mm-hmm. because niliona it's because those things truly make me feel loved you know yeah yeah so that's why i'm in, i'm doing this oh that's mm. lovely I've, i think it's really it's been a really i've seen you go through this journey i've seen how hard it's been for you and for you to even sit here and say this i'm very proud of you so next Thank question you. Let's talk attachment styles oh and God. what is yours and how has it contributed to maybe the lack of success in the other relationships? I am a... Okay, I did that test like last week. Mm-hmm. I am a disorganized, fearful avoidant. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> the disorganized. I don't even know what the disorganized part means. Don't quote me. I don't know. Eh? Read. Um, but the avoidant I've always known. I'm not... I know I think I know what I want. Let me not say I know 100%, but I think I know what I want. And I will if you like if you do me wrong, I will confront you about it. Like I will communicate, but it's not always. Sometimes I will just avoid it, and a lot of the times I will avoid it. Sometimes I will avoid the elephant in the room. I know someone is bad for me, but what what thing about me? Bad boxing. Niko vitu. I'm bad boxing that this person is bad for me because they are serving me in other ways and it's not healthy. Even in my friendships, sometimes I'll avoid things because I don't want to address them because I don't want things to be awkward. But I need to address them because then that's when that breeds resentment. Then I'm there looking at you and thinking, guy, kugumu. <laughs> you know, then now people start doing threads like this is when you started hating your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Mm-mm. I don't want to be that person. I just And now when I get to that point, I don't even hate you. I just check out. Mm. And when I check out, you're in this alone. Yeah, in this alone because I will love you 100 and you will notice when we're bound to zero. When I'm done complaining about the things I want you to do for me or I not even the things I want you to do for me, but how I want my needs met. To be malizana, but it's a, it's a rap. Okay. Yeah. How do you think? I don't know if you've answered the how this has affected or my relationships. To, yeah, the lack of success in the other relationships. I think it's affected my because okay, now let me If I tell you if I'm in a relationship with maybe Ngina and I say I would really appreciate if we spent more time together. And then you don't do it. Like you don't you're not intentional and you don't do like you don't do anything about it. Um I'll be like okay, I'll mention it once twice. Then at that point I'm just like mm, okay. Then we'll continue with this relationship for a year plus. Ooh. Because we are avoiding it because I'm not ready to be single. Do you know how problematic that is? Because why are we wasting each other's time? Yeah. And there's nothing worse. And I think I've been in situations where I have ended up in co- relationships that are convenient, not even for me, for the other person because I was avoiding to talk about it. Like I was avoiding to address is it that you don't love me? Is it that you know what I mean? Like why are you behaving the way you're behaving? And also seeing it as it is. Yeah. Seeing it for what it is. <laughs> so yeah, I think I it has sabotaged my relationships in many ways. Oh, I'm, mm. just, I'm sorry. Well, um, we learn. We live and we learn. We do. We do. Yeah. So my next question is, how do you think your definition of masculinity has contributed to you picking or dating men that are not suitable for you? Um Honestly, I don't even think I had a thing in my head about what masculinity was and maybe that was the reason my relationships failed. 
um, I've been I was in relationships with people who would probably make great friends because they've ended up being my friends eventually actually um but I didn't see them as a masculine figure in my life are you getting like I had zero expectations of you I have not set any expectations for myself and then I get there and I'm dissatisfied because my needs are not being met but I've not even set the standard you, you are you getting like yeah. you can't someone can't meet a standard that you've not set that's true because you don't even know what you want so I have been I think I've not been successful because I was very I was in my masculine energy I was doing everything for me and that's obviously not in an adult kind of way i mean in a every way like i'm not telling you my emotional needs i'm not telling you anything najibeba i'm in this relationship alone and so because i didn't express how i wanted how they would show up for me then they didn't show up for me and i was mad about it why are you mad when you didn't say what you want you don't even know what you want yeah. because you're clearly not ready to be in a relationship mm. so yeah but now that i have understood what i want from like my definition of masculinity to me the relinquishing of control i am i'm really looking for like a typical like i don't know how to describe the masculine man but i'm looking for a masculine man and i'm i think i'm struggling to find him because maybe now the standard has been set mm. and as people have said it might be too high <laughs> i don't think so but maybe we are too delulu best is just telling yeah, telling exactly. each other not and maybe not even that yeah. maybe it will save me from a lot of it will make me see through the it will make the people who you deal with of a better quality than the people you were dealing with before True. so if nothing else yeah. there's that yeah yeah so the next question is which of your love languages do you feel has been most neglected most neglected um yeah, that's a really good question so my my top love languages are gifts and quality time mm, maybe gifts and words of affirmation nowadays i think hey words of affirmation but you mm-hmm. so which one has been most neglected like if i really think about all the love languages or just mine your primary love languages which one of them do you think has been most neglected mine is and this is quality time gifts and uh, um words of affirmation my I think I'd say oh my god that's a really good question because all the languages I love my, are my love languages mm, I think words of affirmation I'd say that they've been like that's the one that's been neglected because I think that's the one I have been meeting okay let me give you context context is important yeah so this year <laughs> in my experience <laughs> mm-hmm. i have really met a lot of guys who did not learn how to did not know how to communicate with me i didn't even notice about myself like i like being spoken to kindly until i met people who talk to me anyhow mm-hmm. this year i've met people who are talking to me like i'm their brother like <laughs> i like i i am a mongrel down the road and you're trying to get into my pants and you're trying to say you want to love me and you're talking to me anyhow <laughs> but that's how i know this love language is not something i am 
negotiating with anyone because it can't be me you're talking to like that mm. me no no ain't no way so yeah i think that one please talk to people with love you don't know what they are going through like sasa umeniongelesha vibaya sasa niko kwa matatu nalia what is the reason <laughs> has has this neglect ever led to so it's okay uh-huh has this neglect ever led to a situationship ending or a relationship breaking down <sighs> yes tell us what happened um hey, there are so many i don't even know which example to go with but um i think it's a tone thing and a uh, the choice of words There are so many. Let me think of the most. There's one that was really triggering was I went on a date with this guy and we ended up arguing about where we were going to sit. And this man was shouting at me in front of the waiter, waitress. Yo, there's no way you can be talking to me like that. Absolutely no way and that was the last time he ever saw my face. I mean, for many other reasons, but that specifically and then um and it was in so many little things that he did like in the impatiently calling me when i'm on my way to the restaurant i'm like niko kwanjia what do you want me to do ninge kwa driver seat i drive the uber what do you want me to do i'm on my way and i wasn't even late guys like i was we were both in the uber at this like not in the same uber but like on our way to the place and he just got there before me by like 10 minutes or like 15 minutes the entire time before as he left his house towards the venue he called me every 10 minutes because my uber driver because we were on tikar road and i don't know places on tikar road like that so i keep asking to copy that i tell him he called me like five times on my way to this date for him to shout at me at the date because i don't want to sit where he wants me to sit as in kaimokoro kaga like are you mad that one for me was it i'm just like who raised you no 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 so now i'm just like And then even if it's not like in the extreme because I feel like that's an extreme example in the basic things like you're trying to tell me we're talking so we're getting to know each other I don't know you 100% and we're talking and you tell me you don't like maybe uh 1 2 3 like you, I'm trying to think of an example you don't like a uh, me disrupting you speaking you don't need to talk to me badly to tell me that you can very easily just tell a babe hey babe you know you're not listening to me Yeah. Give me a minute, let me finish my thought. Let me finish my statement. And I'll be like, "Okay, cool. You don't have to talk to me badly for me to understand your message." So, me, eh, 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 please let's keep the rudeness to yourself. Thank you. I completely completely agree. So, next question, are there any unhealthy relationship cycles that you have seen in your family, <sighs> including your extended family, that you don't want to repeat for yourself? That's the first part of the question. Are there any negative traits? Toxic? Are there any unhealthy relationship cycles uh, that you have seen in your family including your extended family that you don't want to repeat for yourself? Hey, there are so many. Pick one. <laughs> Pick the one that you think you want to avoid the most. <laughs> there are so many. There are mm. so many. Um I think The one I'm trying to avoid is refusing to grow. Like there are a lot of instances and everyone in my you think I am what is it called? I am 
animated character like i am out there my emotions are like i am a very animated person and people in my family are characters let me tell you everyone is a funny person and it's beautiful to see like they are good narrators they are funny they are they are lovable they also have extremes you know they kakuna positives kuna negatives but the concept the thing i don't like about and i noticed this as a whole i'm not speaking about at one particular individual in my family so many people in my family are like this they're not willing to change the things mm-hmm. about them like if it's a stubbornness street mm-hmm. that's why i'm deal with it if it's a uh, talking badly that's why i'm deal with it if it's a uh, i don't listen to advice i only i know what i'm doing it's that's one thing i don't want i don't want to be a person who has a toxic trait that i acknowledge but don't care to change because that's just who i am you can't change the spots of an old dog or mm. i don't want that that's the one thing because now we've gotten to a point where we all accept each other the way we are but it's like at what cost how has this affected them in their relationships people have decided to accept them the way they are but i think it's <laughs> you see i'm doing it because your family but that's not how everyone else will perceive you like your friends can walk out on you, you like see must and even with your family i will accept you to the extent that i am in your presence not because i want to does that make sense yeah. and why do you want to be loved why do you want why do you want people to avoid you you want people to love you fully you get like me i don't want my kids to look at me and be like i'm only near mom because it's christmas does that make mm. sense i don't want my partner to be thinking oh, i can't take her anywhere because she'll say something chaotic does that make sense yeah you can be chaotic in a good way it doesn't have to be chaotic offensive does that make sense yes so i think it's affected and it's also affected now me because nowadays i think i don't even judge my friends they say something and i'll accept it but i don't like it instead of just saying i don't like this you need to change it or i'm not going to be your friend mm-hmm. now i feel like that's the standard like i have to just take it because i've been raised in that environment of just taking you I as you are but you don't have to take it yeah so the follow up from that is what are you doing to make sure that you don't end up in that cycle right now <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> i think i am going for therapy obviously to acknowledge my blind spots, my flaws, my imperfections and working on them according to what I discover. I am also asking for feedback. I know people hate this. I was even I posted this on my Instagram and people were like what's going on? But I will do an evaluation when I'm done with the relationship. The tip like we'll sit down and I'll be like okay, so we went through this relationship and I love you and I loved you dearly. I maybe not love you the same way I loved you at the beginning obviously because people fall out of love not fall out of love but they realize that the to- the situation is worse is more toxic than beneficial sindio but I'll sit down with an ex and I'll ask um okay so what did you love most about this relationship what did you love most about me what did you fall in love with what did you hate most about me maybe not hate but you get mm. and then Are there moments that you felt unloved and why did you feel that way is there something i did so we addressed like the things and then at the end of course the problem with such conversations is you feel like you should get back together but you already know it's yeah. not going to work so you have this conversation and now when i move forward i know i'm never going to talk to my if, if okay like an example near me where i spoke badly to my boyfriend mm-hmm. 
my ex-boyfriend, uh, I know moving forward, I'll be careful with my words because I love my partner. I don't want my partner to ever feel like I'm rude or, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. those things. I just, self-improvement is such a big thing for me. Yeah. Oh, I really, really, really love that. Um, speaking of self-improvement, <laughs> what is your biggest takeaway, now that you ask these questions yeah. to your people, what was your biggest takeaway from your last heartbreak? My last heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, my last heartbreak is currently ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what are you taking away from this situation that you're currently living through? Right, for, for this moment, in this moment. In this moment. In this moment, yeah. Is that you can't... <laughs> you can't love someone into being a perfect fit for you. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was about to be like context. <laughs> um so this particular person um has been amazing. Uh, and it's not gonna work. I think when I got into it I knew it wasn't gonna work. But I still got into it anyway. <laughs> which is so foolish. <laughs> but I will talk to myself kindly. Yeah. And say there is room for error and there's always room for improvement. Um, I knew it wasn't gonna work and I didn't expect it to get as far as it got. You know, the way you joke, okay, like ah I need to eat ah this small things, small things. And then you fall in love and then you realize it can't work, and then there's obviously levels of betrayal in the equation, and you trust someone. The same thing I was saying about why I don't like I I'm scared of love is you love someone a hundred and you feel like they love you back a hundred, but in that a hundred, they're still human. So they disappoint you, but the disappointment hits hard mm. because of how hard you loved them. Mm. And it just feels like I didn't expect to meet, I didn't expect to give you my heart. So what I have learned <laughs> is something he said to me. He said, he said, he acknowledged that we were where we were and he said that I love him. Like, not I love him, but like he said, the thing with you is that you love so purely. You love like a child. Mm. Like, you see no wrong in people's eyes until they show you. And it's foolish in a way because people people don't have your heart. So you, you're loving someone with one heart and you're loving, assuming that they have the best intentions and people don't do it back. And he said that's a rare thing he's seen that he didn't... When he when he was getting with me, it was like, mm, vibes. Like me, same thing, vibes. Yeah. And then now we've gotten here and it's like, okay, but this is serious. Like, I want you to find love because I cannot give it to you. Mm. I can love you back, but I will never be that person for you. And I was like, I should have seen this sooner. I should have walked away sooner. But now that now, now is when I'm walking away. So we move here. And we are glad that you're doing the things that you need to do for yourself to grow as a person. We are, we are, we are proud of you on this side of things. Yeah. Still so struggling. We are very close to finishing, mm -hmm. so I will ask you many ending questions. <laughs> um, are there any unhealthy... What? Okay, sorry. Let me rephrase that. What are your toxic traits? Or what is one toxic trait of yours that you think hasn't helped in your relationships and or might have helped them fail? Compromising. 
on my non-negotiables. I think that's the biggest one. And that is a takeaway from like literally all of them. Yeah. Compromising on my non-negotiables. I'll meet a person and I'll think, okay, he doesn't have this, but he has this. But in my head, I've not identified why this thing is bothering me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It could be something small to someone else. Actually, it could be something small, but to me, it's not small. But because I did, I compromised, now I'm mad that you've wasted two years of my life, but I've wasted two years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Because this was an unnegotiable for me, but I let it slide. Yeah, so I think compromising on my non-negotiables. Maybe not mm-hmm. compromising in general, because in relationships, you have to compromise. But compromising on my non-negotiables. I yeah. get you, I get you. Yeah. And what, if you could change anything about the way you were raised and how it's affected your current, how you maneuver the current dating scene and romantic scene, mm-hmm. what would you change? Would I change anything though? Mm. I don't know if I would change anything. I think I was... Mm. <sighs> this question has so many layers. One, shout out to my folks. <laughs> I don't think I would change anything because I grew up wholesomely loved. Like there's no instance in my childhood that I look back and I think, oh, it was lacking in love. Like, and I'm, I mean it fully. Like, shout out to my folks for real because y'all, y'all did that. Um, when it comes to the trips, to the, like, and this sounds material. Let me just give you context. My parents celebrated my birthdays and they still do to date. And I'm a grown-ass woman. Like, we still go for birthday dinners. W- when it was going to going to vacations, we would say, like, we had a... F- Shout-out to my girlfriend. There's a friend of mine, a childhood friend of mine, who used to live next door, and we became really close. So it was me, my sister, and her. We're like, but, um, Powerpuff Girls. And when we want to go for a trip, we know we'll go to Mombasa in December, and we're like, we want to go with person X. And my folks would be like, okay, we'll carry her. They talk to her mom and we go. Like, there's nothing in under the sun that I asked my parents for that they did not provide. And in every way, and I remember talking to my grandma about this, and she said that when we moved in with her, she was like, these kids deserve love. And they need it fully, 100%. And she gave it. So I think... Because I have been loved wholesomely and fully is why I have a lot of love to give. And I feel like the way it affects my current relationships is because I don't understand why you don't have love to give me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's like in the abundance, you don't understand that there is scarcity. That other people are lacking. That other people are lacking. So you, you're pouring into others thinking they'll pour into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's so beautiful. <sighs> It's so beautiful how you were raised and how, how you love. I, I see how the guy, when he said that you love like a child, like seeing no wrong, it's so true. Oh, bless you. Yeah. So Maya, as we wind up, what do you think childhood Maya would think about how you're handling, especially the current heartbreak? Well... She'd be disappointed <laughs> to be even in the heartbreak to begin with. <laughs> Aki, it's not funny. Wait, serious. I am. I think, I think baby Maya would be confused mm-hmm. <laughs> as to how we got here. Uh, like, as, like I said, like raised in love, it's very, 
difficult to understand the scarcity of it or the disappointment. So the disappointments hit you harder, sindio? So I think baby Maya would be impressed that I'm not falling apart. <laughs> But she'd be proud of me for taking the step, the necessary steps to keep baby Maya alive. Does that make sense like yeah. keep the loving, the I'm consistently looking for something better than what was there before alive. So that's what she'd be proud of. She'd be proud that I never gave up. Aww. What do you think you can do differently to keep baby Maya proud of you, especially moving forward in your romantic situations? I think just do what I was doing before. Um seek like therapy, there's seeking like intentionally try to be a better version of myself. Um also this, this one, not compromise on my non-negotiable. That's highlight in caps lock, bold. And then your wish is not give my heart to people who don't deserve it. Because sometimes you see the red flags but you ignore them. So mm-hmm. you know that thing for you can't love you can't love someone into loving you. Or you can't love someone into being the right person for you. So I would say I would say yeah, I do that like I would be cautious in how I love but when I do choose someone I will love them fiercely. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Do you have any other parting message or actually just give a message to future Maya Maya in 25 years what do you want her to know right now I want Maya to know future Maya go girl I know you're going to be studying as always <laughs> Um future Maya I want you to know that you are worthy of love that you deserve a wholesome love that you deserve someone who chooses you every day Someone who chooses you when you're angry, when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're low. Someone who walks through life with you, who holds your hand, who wipes your tears. Um and you deserve Oh my god. What is this? You're killing me, man. You're killing me. Like MJ doctor, you're killing me. No, but seriously, I can't joke. I can't Love this. Uh, <laughs> jokes, for real. Um, mm. I would say that future Maya, you need to love yourself more than anyone can love you. You need to validate yourself. No one is coming to validate you. Honestly, no one is coming to save you. You are the one who's saving you and you're doing amazing so far. <laughs> and just keep your head up continue loving because there's someone who love you back um and yeah just continue loving i think that's the biggest that's the one that i'm never letting go of literally yo you you and you've been told by your friends you're overdoing but continue overdoing okay to the right people please let's choose let's let's see the red flags for what they are please apos jesema don't love blindly but yeah so don't stop loving continue loving continue pouring into people because you have met people who've poured back into you both family friends and even lovers so just i don't know continue loving and but love the right people see the red flags for what they are please see the red flags for what they are whether you know i'm serious nisi kupate like 40 year old maya can't be doing this shit whether nitakupiga na joke but like seriously 
wear your hat on your sleeve but vanguju you know what i mean like not joke but seriously yeah and and i love you baby i love you baby maya i love you future maya and i love you present maya because of all these people like me so yeah yeah that's it thank you thank you so much maya that was so beautiful my parting message to you is um it's true that you do love very holy and very without seeing flaws and yes i know people will tell you that you should change that or maybe it's too much or maybe you're doing the most but you're enough it's not you're not too little you're not too much and especially for the right person and the right people you're perfect the way you are and whatever flaws you have whatever in we all have flaws and they don't make you any less of a person they not they don't make you any less deserving of love and i want you to know that before Aww. your prince charming gets here before mr right before whoever whoever you're going to live your life with forever if you know that is a thing that you want we will be here and i personally as ngina i will be here for you and i will love you and i will show you all the love that you deserve and that whatever oh. happens that you'll never be alone what you mean what you chose to what chose oh i love you too yeah and that your friends and your family will always love you and regardless of whether there's someone there to to you know only your kuchi or not you're still deserving of love not you mentioning my family and kuchi in the same <laughs> sentence throw the whole girl away because what is this but i hear you thank you <laughs> So, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I hope you have introspected. I hope you have self-reflected on what love means to you and all the questions that we have asked. Please ask yourself, please journal, please find it in your heart to find some love and light. <laughs> and please follow us on social media at Nairobi Sisterhood on all platforms. You can find us on all podcast platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Zote. And my personal Instagram is Maya Mushami and Gina's is I am Gina. So yeah, cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh honey. We not the macho. Okay. Not the machozi. What no, is this? It's the tear wax. I'm so annoyed. Yo. I'm just like I didn't you know I didn't expect to cry during this episode. You didn't? No. <laughs>